Welcome to Kill the Cast. My name is Jerry, and joining me as always is the ever-quotable Jay. Hey, guys, would you look at this? I mean, a psycho meets a freak show. This is a match made in heaven. I take offense to that. Because <laughs> the uh, freak show is the Silent Hill biker himself, Kenneth. Why did I say your last name? Yeah, why did know. you? I don't know. <laughs> now they know. I don't know why I just did that. I'll have to fucking just cut. I'll cut it out in editing. No, I, I want it in. <laughs> Kenneth doesn't deep, want it in. No, I don't. How deep do you want it, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's been like four or five months um, since we last recorded. It's only been like two months since we dropped an episode or something like that. Um, because I took like two months to drop that episode. Um, so here's the thing. We're going to start trying to record more. Kenneth slapped me around while I was in Georgia and was like, look here, bitch. And I was like, evil dies tonight. And he was like, you're fired. And then I was like, please don't. <laughs> and so we're going to start podcasting more is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, you guys seen Hatefully. It was like that scene with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> Fair. I never watched it, actually. It's it was, a decent flick. Yeah, it was pretty good. Wasn't it like four hours long or some shit? Uh, if you watch the Netflix Super Duper edition, it is. Oh, okay. I wouldn't say it was his best one, but it was pretty decent. Wow. The dialogue is on point, which is because there's a lot of it. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, well, uh, Jay, what have you been up to? Uh, I got a promotion at work, which is pretty cool because it came with a nice fat pay raise. Hell yeah. <clears throat> um, other than that, same old, same old. I was uh, playing... Uh, been playing cyberpunk because i watched the anime and i was like i want to do that stuff and then i asked my friends and they were like yeah you can mostly do that stuff and i was like cool i'm gonna pick up cyberpunk then so uh i haven't run across any game breaking bugs so maybe most of them are, are fixed at this point uh i've been enjoying it dope how wh how many movies are in your collection now didn't you hit like a milestone recently i did hit a milestone i think it was 1600 let me tell you the exact number though Hold on. I'm in a full different folder. Uh, yeah, 1600 was it, and uh, 1622 is the total count right now. Damn. Nice. I just added all the Prophecy movies to my collection because the Blu-ray was super cheap. Sweet. Ballin'. And, uh, Kenneth, what have you been up to? I, unfortunately, did not get a promotion at my job, so I still get paid the shitty wage that I always have. Um... Uh, not really a whole lot. Looking forward to all the new Silent Hill shit that's been announced. Oh, yes. God, I'm so yes. stoked. Um, fucking playing super massive games and uh, rebuilding my back deck. But, that's about it. You know, I, I had the thought the other day. Would you rather spend 24 hours in like Resident Evil 2 Raccoon City or 24 hours in like Silent Hill 2 Silent Hill? Silent Hill. Jay, what about you? Um, with the monsters being a metaphor for your regrets and stuff, I'd probably have an easier time surviving Resident Evil. Um, I feel like I'd just get gang raped by pyramid heads if I was in the Silent Hill. <laughs> I mean, I didn't kill my wife or anything, 
So I guess that's a bonus. I don't know. Have we heard from Kayla in a while? <laughs> I mean, I can get her on the camera right now. No, no, just... I'll believe you for now. <laughs> and we turn the camera on, and it's just me, fucking Norman Bates style. It's, <laughs> it's just a red wig with fucking like balloons in my shirt. Oh, guys, it's it's, it's just you and a hay boy. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who saw that shitty movie. Uh, yeah, that's right. I said it. I didn't like the fucking Weird Al Yankovic movie. I haven't watched it yet. So, I'm letting all you fucking people know how I didn't like it. Hmm. Um, anyway, uh, so, as for me, I have been... Do, I, I don't know. I've been reading books. I, I finished reading Pin. That was fucking crazy. I went and worked a uh, convention, um, like two three weekends ago that was fucking dope that's cool um other than that you know same old same old i started playing digimon cyber sleuth on the switch dude that game is great played it for 45 minutes i ain't done shit i have literally not done a damn thing it's so good listen i know it's an rpg so you have to wait like 45 minutes before you get to do anything but yeah, damn, it's this one very, is taking its, its sweet it's time. Very Japanese, uh, which means there's a lot of dialogue. But trust me, once you get into the actual main gameplay loop, it's so in depth with stat stacking and monitoring and taking care of stuff uh, to get the the digi evolutions that you want. It's ridiculous. You have to like evolve and devolve the Digimon several times and like bump up their attack stats they had a certain number and then that, be friends with them it's so that good. sounds like pokemon with extra steps yeah it's it's a lot more in depth even though pokemon. you know what i guess i got but fucking pokemon where they're like you can evolve eevee this way by being friends with them at night the yeah. fuck are you talking give me a stone let me hit the eevee with the fucking stone <laughs> until it evolves and let me move the fuck on I, I I literally in Pokemon just get one fucking Pokemon that can like kill everything. And to be fair, I've really only like played Pokemon Blue twenty times in a row, so I just get Nidoking and then I just fucking stomp <laughs> on everything. Like it's just like, oh okay, X accuracy, fissure, wipe board wipe everyone, one hit KOs all day long. So, but I'm gonna yeah I'm playing I'm playing Digimon now, so we'll see. How that goes. I'm cool with it being Japanesey. Um, I'm Japanesey sometimes. Um, I'm not Japanese, but I am easy. So, <laughs> tonight, we are doing something we've never really done. We're doing mini reviews of movies that were released this year. Yeah, modern, modern 2020, 20, what is the year? 2022. <laughs> there's a, we know there's a lot of Modern movie in roundup. Here. Yeah. Um, so. I'm also a little stone, so. Uh, yeah, so I guess first we are, so the movies we're going to cover uh, are Halloween Ends, um, Terrifier 2, um, Barbarian, and, um, there was another movie. There's four movies. Hellraiser. And Hellraiser. That's right. So uh, I guess we will start with the one we watched 
first out of those four, which would be Hellraiser. So, uh, being that we have a Hellraiser expert here who actually defends the movies up till, like, the fifth movie in the franchise, and then after the fifth movie, he kind of gets a little weary, but up until five, they're all ten out of tens for him. That's <laughs> maybe a slight exaggeration, but still, Kenneth, I was with you. I sat there in your lap watching this movie with you. <laughs> um, and because I was in Georgia at the time. So I actually got to watch this movie with you. Kenneth, what did you think of 2022's Hellraiser? My honest opinion is that I didn't Don't really think... Don't give me your honest opinion. I want you to look me in the eyes and lie <laughs> and tell me we'll be together, even though I know after prom night, you're just going to fuck me and leave me. Well, if you want me to lie to you, then, oh my God, it's the greatest Hellraiser movie ever. Okay, now, now that I've been lied to, tell me the truth. It, I, I honestly don't think that it lived up to all the hype. I mean, it was it was a decent watch. It was entertaining, but the Cenobites look cool, but the it just didn't have it. It didn't have it. There was something about it, you know. And and you got all these people out there that that dislike the movie that automatically want to say, oh, it's because you know you've got a a feminine pinhead, and that has nothing to do with it. I actually thought she did really really well. Yeah, I was gonna say, knowing you, you enjoyed that performance. Yes, I thought she did a great job. You know what I'm saying? So like I said, the Cenobites were cool, but there was just something about it. Like I didn't have any kind of really like. I didn't I didn't feel for the characters. I didn't I, I didn't, you know, sink in to them and and you know, want more from them or anything else like that. I was just kind of like, "Eh, you know what I mean? Like the drug addict girl, I was just like, "Eh, whatever." You know, her brother, you know, while he was a fucking chode, I just didn't really fucking care for him at all. You know what I mean? I mean, none of them. I mean, it was just I was just kind of sitting there, you know, with my with my you know, chin in my hand, and I was just like, okay. I mean, and I want to go back and watch it again. I hadn't had a chance, but I want to go back and watch it again. But it wasn't, it just wasn't enough, you know, especially for how much they hyped it up. You know, the special effects were good. Um, the Again, the way the Cenobites looked were good. The way the Cenobites were portrayed were good, with the exception of, there was one female Cenobite. I think it was the other one. I can't remember and i didn't really i didn't i didn't really like her but the other ones were good yeah i guess and i probably also should have said this ahead of time fucking spoilers for all of these movies yeah if yeah. you haven't seen the movie you you're going to hear spoilers i think i know kenneth really hasn't said anything spoilerific yet but this episode is going to be called fucking spoilers <laughs> oh yeah totally I, I, I really like the design of the puzzle box. I Me really too. like the design oh, of that. Oh, man. I dug all the different configurations. It was cool to right. see them other than Lament. Yeah, just the just the cube. You know, and I, I really like that. Um, I didn't like the whole thing that they had going where uh, solve the puzzle box and get a prize. 
<laughs> you know, I, I did not like that at all. I, I, was, I, I liked it because it reminded me of Twisted Metal, where, like, you'd get your wish, but it would fuck you up somehow. And so the guy, whatever he wished for, um, got that fucking machine in his chest for it. Yeah, that dude yeah. woke up and said, okay, where's the little puppet thing that comes in a tricycle and says, do you want to play a game? Tell me where the fucking key is so I can get out of here. <laughs> I mean, you know, and when it comes down to it, I mean, at this point, they've turned Leviathan into a gin. Yeah, that's pretty much that's it. true. It's well, like Wishmaster. Here's you know, the, here, I, I just didn't dig it. Here's the thing that, like, and I told you about this. That like, because I don't know if they turned Leviathan to a to a gin. Because I'm almost kind of like, is does Leviathan even know what the fuck is going on? Because in this movie, the Cenobites had like so much more power and control over the game that was being played. Like they were manipulating humans and fucking with them and trying to get them to do what they wanted. Like, they were playing a game with, like, their... Because it feels like in the first movie, the Cenobites just show up, and they go, okay, you opened the box. Pleasure and pain, baby. Let's go. Uh, But here, they were just like, hey, you opened the box. Roll the dice, bitch. Roll for initiative, motherfucker. (laughs) Um... Like, they felt like a fucking dungeon master where they were, like, manipulating the board and everything. And it threw me off. And I told Kenneth it threw me off because I was just like, the Cenobites do that? Like, I know, like, this is a reboot so they can kind of do whatever the fuck they want. And, like, I mean, and I'm cool because, like, there's probably different, like, Cenobites. Like, this could take place at the same time as, like, Hellraiser fucking... Uh, hell world where it was in a video game but they can take place <laughs> no. at the same time because technically you know th- I'm sure there's multiple different uh, Cenobite groups in the order of Gash to, to do all this shit but it threw me off where I liked the, the added lore I liked the different configurations I liked the idea of being able to like ask when you figured something out instead of like just getting, you know, the pleasure and pain, you could get, you know, instead of that sensation, you could get the sensation of, you know, knowledge or or something else. Like, I could feel uh, a broadening of the lore, and I really fucking dug that. And I liked, like, the fucking rich dude getting turned into a Cenobite. It reminded me of Hellraiser 2. Um, there yeah, were a that lo- scene was dope. Yeah, that, yeah, it was really fucking dope, man. It fucking, uh, Jay, you play Magic, so I don't know if you know this, but they're like this. Okay, so the Cenobites in this movie, I didn't realize this when Kenneth and I watched it, but the Cenobites in this movie look like this Magic card. Um, I think... I think it's Elish uh, Norn Grand Cenobite. I'm about to I'm about I'm about to send y'all a, a picture of this in the it's thing. Like... Try to fucking tell me that this is not a Cenobite from this fucking movie. Um, okay, I'm, I'm I see it. I'm sending it. Elish Elish Norn Grand Cenobite. Yes. Um. Like, 
and this card's like quite a while ago this is um 2017 but tell me that that one obviously this is influenced from like hellraiser like it's a cenobite it's a magic card and everything but tell me that specific one is not hellraiser 2022 i mean it it, it definitely yeah i can see it it definitely looks like it but you know like what you were saying a few minutes ago about you know you like the aspect of being able to choose you know the different kind of experience that you were wanting to have i actually dislike that for one reason and one reason only is that in the in 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 the original book and in the movies the the first the first two movies the whole explanation that you were getting by solving the box is that you as a person have experienced so much of the earthly pleasures of the flesh or so on and so forth that you are specifically seeking the furthest region re, the furthest reaches of experience that's where you're going and so when it really comes down to it all of those things that you get to choose from in 2022 are all included they're encompassed in the further reaches of experience because you will gain knowledge of the afterlife you will experience physical i mean i i I, it's it's difficult for me to difficult for me to describe because it just depends on the person whether it's pleasure or pain but you know things that the from what i've seen it's always pain unless your name is like (laughs) fucking albert fish not necessarily and i mean it, it, it it what it comes down to is pushing the boundaries of your nerve endings to their limits that's and and that right there is something that you as an earthbound being can cannot experience well like and I so saying, i like that it took like it felt like the fucking dude from hellraiser 2 who was trying to like learn more about all of this was going he didn't want more pleasure or pain or physical experience of nerve endings he wanted knowledge and the cinnabites don't i don't think the cinnab- i don't feel like the cinnabites give you knowledge yeah i'm sure while you're if you get fucking turned into a Cenobite, getting I would imagine your... that would come with some sort of knowledge. Yeah, but but if but the Cenobites don't turn you into a Cenobite. Well, so somebody the... turns them into that's what Pinhead was doing in all three. Started turning people into Cenobites. Well, yeah, but that that that's getting way fucking out there with wonky shit. I'm I love this that movie. one. It has one I'm of my favorite old... Cenobites. Well no, it. I get that, but like it just like th- that's him going away from the order of gash him doing whatever the fuck he wants on earth that's not him performing his job as a cinnabite that's not yeah, him and at following that point, the rules of gash right and at that point his the two different aspects of his soul had split apart yeah of what was left of his soul had split apart so, so what so anything that was left of his for lack of a better term humanity had split off from everything that he had gained on a spiritual level as a 
as basically a minion of hell. Yeah. So my point is, is though, is like the doctor from two, he's not trying to get further physical experience. He doesn't want to be tied to a log that's covered in honey and ants while the fucking chick with her, with her, not the ants, with her fucking, uh, neck open like a vagina is pouring super glue into your dick hole while chatterer fucking just keeps jacking you off over and over and over and over and pinhead's like taking nails out of his head and sticking them into your testicles and nailing those to the fucking floor like that's not what he was going for he just wanted to know how all this shit worked and what else was out there and all that stuff and they showed him and they did show him but my point is, is that like, in a very visceral way, when you in the in Hellraiser like one and two, like when you open the puzzle box and the Cenobites from the Order of Gash come, they All just give you physical sensation. Here in this one, they're saying that that happens. That can happen, but if you know how to unlock the puzzle further than that and you're willing to sacrifice other people, you can climb the ladder to to find out more. My only question that I have about it is, though, is, is that something Leviathan's doing or is it something that the Cenobite's doing because the Cenobite's manipulating the humans at this point and offering shit... And so while I like the extension of the lore, I don't necessarily like how they did it when it comes to the Cenobites and what they can and can't do. Um, yeah, like the whole scene where they're fucking just sitting outside chilling while the people are in the house. Yeah, I didn't really like that either. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, And the characters are written very fucking poorly. Um, they set up this whole like uh, uh, Evil Dead reboot thing where it's like my sister's a druggie and I'm trying to help her and that ends up being nothing. That ends up doing like nothing in the movie. You know, you're right. I didn't really think about that until yeah. you just said so it. The character, none of the fucking characters are are, are are do any fucking thing none of them do anything like they are literally there so that the cenobites can play their little fucking game and that's it but like us as an audience we can't connect to any of it's not like watching the chick in the evil dead reboot like that shit affected her her drug use affected her it affects her throughout the entire fucking movie like it's it like it affects her brother a lot more though i will say i like they did kind of a good job on the douchey brother in this movie but he's gone so quick and his boyfriend and the other roommate chick and then the girl the girl the our main character's girl's uh boyfriend like none of them like really do a good job of keeping that storyline going yeah, I, I mean, and like I said, man, I just didn't, I didn't feel anything for the characters at all. You know, it was a whole lot different watching, you know, the original Hellraiser, where you're like, 
you know, you feel for these characters. You know, you can really, even as fucked up as Julia was, you can totally see what she's going through and how she's trying to deal with this whole situation of being in love with this one guy and trying to do these things to the point of where, you know, she just watched him crawl his ass out of hell and dealing with that. And and, and to me that hits on a, on a much greater level than any of the characters in the reboot, any of them, you know, and that's just Julia. That's not including Frank, you know, that's not even, including the even da- the dad because the dad's like in this like basically loveless marriage that he's trying his best to fucking make right. work and make that's her I, happy. Like, that's where I was going. You know what I'm saying? And then and then the same thing with Kirsty, man. I mean, she's just kind of fucking caught in the middle. Yeah, like everyone, like yeah, the the love interest for Kirsty is it fleshed out? But literally, like every other character is fleshed out. But in Hellraiser 2022, no one is fleshed out. Not a single fucking person. And then the other thing that I think is... Damn, I'm going to roller in my my ranking of this movie as we talk. (laughs) Right. And then the other thing about it is, is like the, 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 the first Hellraiser, it's clearly a love story. It's a fucked up love story, but it's clearly a love story, a love triangle. Like what we were talking about with this young girl that's caught in the middle and just and just ends up getting fucked. You know what I'm saying? So you've got this whole love story going, a very fucked up love story where you've got extreme dynamics that are going on between these people with supernatural elements, you know, and so on and so forth. You have none of that. None of that in this one. None of it. You have a dude, you have a rich guy who's trying to see what's going to happen when he, you know, gets the box. What he got was not what he fucking wanted. And then you've got this, this, uh, this girl who's dealing with drug abuse that is not really fleshed out at all in it to make you even feel halfway sorry for her. And then she gets in a relationship with this dude who seems like he's a fucking douche to begin with. I didn't trust him at all to begin with. Turns out that that was true. And the whole thing, boyfriend, and the whole thing is centered around this rich guy who's got this fucking thing stuck into his chest. I'm, I, I mean, it's like, it's like I wanted more of him. To me, it was like there was there was this buildup, what little buildup there was, because there really wasn't a whole lot. But that little buildup that there was went to that. Like this dude who's got this thing in his chest and he wants it out, and that was it. No other big, no other big shit. No Cenobites trying to fucking drag somebody back in that shouldn't have gotten out. No woman running around killing somebody else on purpose. Just, I mean, brutally killing motherfuckers and feeding them basically to the guy that she wants to be in a relationship with. No skinning her husband. None of that shit. I mean, how, I mean, one of the greatest things to me about special effects wise about the original Hellraiser is seeing people walking around with no fucking skin. That was just cool as shit to me when I was younger. It's still it's cool a as cool shit. Effect. Yeah, it's still cool as shit to me to this day. And you really didn't see any of that either. You know what? You, well, I mean, I was happy with the the practicality of practical effects that we did get. They looked good. Um, but you know what we didn't get? There wasn't really like a a Jesus wept moment 
either. Not at all. Like one that just you were just like, holy shit, they just ripped that guy into 300 pieces. So honestly, I would have to say the best thing about Hellraiser 2022 was, <laughs> huh, yeah, was the girl's performance to me as Pinhead or as that character. That to me, that was the best thing about it was her performance as that character. Yeah, I would say that the script is not well written. The characters not well written. Um, the cinematography was fine. It was good. The 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 practical effects uh, were good. Kind of wish they did a little more. Just kind of yeah. felt like they 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 didn't. Maybe they didn't have the budget for it. I don't know. Um, you know what they were going on there. I like that they tried something new and I hope they get to do another movie. Um, just get a better script writer. Yeah. Get someone I mean, I would who love understands like the first movie and the second movie and the first novel and can really kind of get in that world. Now I'm all for, Hey, you know, Let's just do more fucking, you know, stories of people meeting the Cenobites. Kind of like Kenneth said a long time ago about the every, like, Hellraiser past four is just someone's personal hell. Um, But you still have to write a good script. You have to write a good story. You have to write good characters. You have to write good dialogue. I'm all for him spending $200 million to make fucking Scarlet Gospels. Make Scarlet uh. Gospels... That'd be so That's good. all I want. They could do the whole uh, Barker verse. That's what I'm saying. Spend the two hundred million dollars and make that uh, shit. Remake Lord of Illusions, and then you can, uh, then you have a basis for uh, what's his face and Scarlet uh, Gospel. I would like. Harry? I would like to see uh, the Damnation game done as a TV show. That would be fucking awesome um, if somebody did I don't it know right. I've ever played that. I don't think it. Play it. It's a book. Clyde oh, Barker. I thought you said the da- oh, I th- it's called I thought, the Damnation Game. Yeah, I thought you were saying the Damnation Game, like the game. Uh, no, I... no, that one <laughs> game he did was awful. Um, I the Jericho, Jericho Project or whatever the hell yeah. it's called. Um, I don't think Mister Be Gone could be turned into anything. I think it the way it's done, it can only be done as a book. Um, I think it. Would, I think it would be cool. I don't. I just don't think it can, not with that ending. Not with how yeah. the, tw- the ending, the twist ending works, which we're not going to spoil anything because I know a lot of people have not read Mr. Be Gone and you absolutely should. If you're intelligent, it'll blow your fucking mind. Um, Maybe I'll audiobook it. I, audio- I audiobooked it and I think it's Doug Bradley that reads it. I I've think. I've been doing uh, the Jack Reacher books. <laughs> I fucking love that character. I think with the ending, I think after after a Clyde Barker universe was established and it was done well, I think that Mr. Begone would be great for how it ends and the main basis of, you know, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but the main basis of the, the altercation that yeah. goes on. I, I think so. that, I think it would be cool because it makes perfect sense. Like when I got to the end of the book, I was like, wow. That's pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. I would also like to see the books of blood done on the actual stories of books of blood. Like I'm, I'm trying to see like the fucking, 
uh, as a mountain, as a city story. The fucking I'm trying to see uh, Son of Celluloid done, dude. As as much as I love, you know, the idea in the of city in the mountains. Blood, that's what it's called, or in the mountains as, in the city. As much as I love the idea of that, they haven't done it right yet. That's because they're not using the stories from fucking Clive Barker. See, I've never read the books, so I enjoyed the last movie that came out. I mean, Midnight Meat Train was good. No, the uh, the they did Books of Blood, didn't they, recently? As yeah, a... yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's not... Yeah, Midnight Meat Train's good. Um, after reading Rawhead Rex, I'm like, y'all pussyfied this shit so much. <laughs> like, y'all really was like, take out all the fucked up stuff but whatever okay uh jay you kind of just jumped in w- w- with us uh what were your feelings on hellraiser i guess before <laughs> before you convinced me i didn't it wasn't a good movie um though kenneth i'd be curious to know where it falls in your rankings of the entire franchise does I it at least it. make your top 10 I said it recently, and I can't remember who oh, I said it to. You, Was it you? Yeah, I think you said it to me after like after we got to sit on it for a few days. Like I think we sat on it for like four days and came back, and you were like, "I want to say it was like you, you were like Hellraiser, Hellraiser two, Hellraiser four. Uh, Hellraiser three and then this one. Yeah, See, I, I think I that's the way I would go. Really love four. I thought four was great. I fucking love it. I yeah. think, I think, yeah, I think that's the way I would go. I would go one, two, four, three, and then this one. Yeah, and then I'd put Inferno right behind that. See, that's fair. I, yeah, so I'm I I guess I'm about where you're at. Because um, I really liked Inferno. But uh, I did enjoy it before you pointed out all the flaws that I didn't catch. <laughs> How fucking I... dare it. So that's the one thing I like about Jay is like Jay will watch a movie and just be like, fuck yeah, that was awesome. And then he comes on the show and is like, we about to have a good time. And then me and Kenneth are like, yeah, but systematically though? <laughs> and then just like Jay, rip you ever... it apart. Jay, do you ever watch a movie and think of how awesome it is and then you're like and then think to yourself kenneth and jerry are gonna ruin it (laughs) no see and that's that's what's cool is that from a logical standpoint i can see your your what you're saying and the and then from a unbiased point of view i can go okay yeah maybe that movie wasn't as good as as i thought it was but from an entertainment side of it i don't give a shit what anybody thinks if i am entertained by a movie i'm entertained by a movie um, which is why I like the Matrix so much. And I don't really give a shit what you think fair, of two and three. The biggest sin a movie can commit is being boring, is not being yeah. entertaining. If the if a yeah. movie does not entertain you, like whether it, it it makes you happy or sad or makes you think or whatever, if you just watch it and you're bored the fucking entire time then that's the greatest sin of a movie. doesn't matter and how see, bad it is. I don't care how bad you tell me fucking Troll 2 is. 
If you put on Troll 2, I'm going to sit there like a fucking schoolgirl and enjoy the shit out of it. And see, that's what I, there's a lot of good movies that I don't like because I don't get any entertainment from them. Which is The Shining, when we had our Shining episode, that's a, a really big example. I'm with you there. Of. Yeah, well, see, it's crazy, man, because, like, you know, there, there are some movies out there that, damn, are just the whole time you're watching it. You're just like, man, this movie is fucking garbage. But you still love to watch it. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Uh, ben Affleck's Daredevil is one that I famously enjoy. I would agree. I would agree. I and actually enjoy it's, it. It's, it's, it's not good. The acting is a little cheesy. Um, the the action is absolutely ridiculous and doesn't follow any physics whatsoever. But I, I just absolutely love it. I think it's a fun one, too, to watch. I actually enjoy watching that. Yeah, and I'm not saying, hey, kids, go home, steal your parents' weed, smoke it, watch the 1980s movie version of Masters of the Universe, you know? That's not what we're saying. That's not how you get a film education. But if you want to do it, we support it. <laughs> yeah, it's like watching Conan, man. You know, the original one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know if either one of y'all like it. But uh, I, I need to rewatch. I would need to rewatch them to give a. I I thought that honest first, opinion, but I remember enjoying them when I first uh, watched. Them. I want to say that um, I remember the movie being very fucking boring. From a technical aspect, the movie is awful, but it's still fun to watch. Maybe we do that on the next Jerry hates action Conan. Double feature. Do You're gonna do Barbarian and Conqueror. You know what? Let's make me. Let's do. Let me watch the first movie. And if I don't have a gun in my mouth at the end of it, we'll talk about doing a double feature. <laughs> okay. Let's 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 baby step this. That's fair. Uh, but back on topic, uh, Jay. That is an absolutely fantastic point, and is one hundred percent right. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter what anyone else liked or didn't like about a movie, it matters what you thought about it. Uh, I'm not particularly Jay. We're not all sitting around going, what did Jay think about this movie? I meant like <laughs> literally uh, your, how your perspective on the movie is what's going to be the most important thing to you. Exactly. So, with that being said, you listen to podcasts about people talking about movies. Yep. So That's also accurate. Did anyone else have anything else they wanted to say about Hellraiser 2022? No, you guys covered everything. Uh, Jay, I will let you go first when we get to Terrifier 2. I'm going to let you go fucking hog. Ooh, I fucking know, yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> Kenneth, do you have anything else to say I'm about excited. it? I'm excited. Nope. Okay, so I guess the next movie would be Halloween Ends. Oh boy, let me tell you about my adventure with Halloween Ends. So, uh, Kayla, my wife, for those who are uninitiated, uh, absolutely hates horror movies. Um, anything paranormal will legitimately freak her out and like send her into a panic attack. And then stuff that's dumb, like Friday the 13th movie, she just thinks is dumb. Like they're just not entertaining to her. Mm -hmm. So... Halloween Ends comes out. I was going to go see it in the theater. Didn't really feel like going out after work. And it pre premiered on streaming the entire, at the same time. 
And so I asked Kayla, I was like, hey, I know you think slashes are dumb, but would you want to watch the newest Michael Myers movie with me and watch him kill some some people? And she was like, sure, that's fine. And so we watch it, and we're both very confused uh, as it plays out like a rom-com for the first 45 minutes or so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I'm like, you know, it's not a whole lot of Michael Myers killing in this Michael Myers. I think Myers I killing downloaded movie. the wrong <laughs> Halloween movie. Is this the Lifetime version? The fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. And so, even to her, like, I was like, what is going on? And then, like, when they were doing the tag team killing, I was like, oh yeah, this is fucking great. We're gonna get like the rest of the movie will be them tag team killing. Nope, we get one tiny little kill spree. And then Michael Myers shows up to a fight because he's like, the writers were like, oh shit, we got to wrap up this storyline from the last two movies that we forgot about for this one. And we were just both very confused by the movie and why it chose to be that way. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I watched it with uh, my mom and we both felt the same thing. We kept looking over at each other going, there is going to be Michael Myers in your Halloween movie, right? Like you did like that. That is the plan. Um, and uh, I, I, I forgot to say this for the Hellraiser and I'm going to say it a lot tonight. <laughs> Holy shit. This movie is long in the tooth. Could you just please fucking edit 30 minutes out of it? God. I mean, come on. <clears throat> There's a f- fan shit. edit out there where they cut out Corey completely. There, there. <laughs> Kenneth said it right. Kenneth, Kenneth, when he watched this movie, he said, "Just take the last 15 minutes of this movie and put it on Halloween ends and call it a night." Put it at the end of Halloween Kills. Yeah, yeah. Halloween Kill. Put it at the end of Halloween Kill. See, I can't even keep keep my fucking word straight. That's how confusing this movie is. And you know what sucks is that with a little bit of tweaking to Halloween Kills and a little bit different approach to this movie, they could have had a solid way to end the trilogy. Um, I had no problem with the with Corey taking over for Michael if that's the direction they were going to go, but they didn't go in that direction. Uh, they kept setting things up and not changing them. So if they had tacked Corey's story onto the end of or on into Kill somewhere. Um, and set him up ahead of time, then it wouldn't have been so jarring in this one. Yeah, it would have like, cause it, it was it's like they always do in like the end of the Friday the Thirteenth movies or like Friday the Thirteenth Part Four, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five, when they like hint that this person's going to take over as Jason, and they right. don't do it, and then they were like halfway through writing this movie, they were like, we're gonna fucking do that. And then they were they realized like, oh shit, fuck! I think we accidentally like almost wrote Jason goes to hell instead. We've got to <laughs> fix this. And like, well, and then they were missed. like, okay, okay, it's cool, cool, cool. Um, what we'll do is we'll make it like Hellraiser, and like Julia bringing bodies to Frank. We'll have. We'll have this dude, Corey, bringing the bodies to Michael Myers, and it makes him stronger. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were like, oh, fuck, we forgot about Lori. And then they were like, we've got to write fucking Lori into this. She can't just be like fucking the grandma who's talking about, you know, getting your pussy pounded by the fucking (laughs) 
police guy because we all watched Halloween uh, 4, I think it is. You know, cops do it better t-shirt girl. Um, <laughs> the point is, this movie was so confusing that after watching it, I voted Republican. Oh, I finally no. understand why they are so mad at everyone that confuses them. I get why pronouns confuse them. It's the writers of Halloween's Inn's fault. <laughs> we we don't got a follow up to that man. That was good. I I, I like I I just don't I don't fucking <laughs> Jerry's script is like hold for applause. Yeah, like I don't know. I just do like what the fuck were they thinking? Were they think I like it felt like they wanted to do like like. I don't know if there was studio interference. I did hear something about like them wanting to do like a uh, Halloween three thing at the end and they couldn't do it, which still wouldn't have made much fucking sense, but it just felt like this movie just doesn't even feel like it fucking not only does it not feel like a Halloween movie, it doesn't feel like the sequel to Halloween kills. No, it doesn't. And I was actually, I forgot to mention this when I was going through my Halloween uh, <laughs> Halloween Ends journey. Uh, I was super hyped because the opening was amazing. I thought it was if it was going to hold that vibe the whole movie, like like you killed a kid in the first thirty seconds of your movie. I'm fucking in. Let's do this. Yeah, I I liked nope. how it started off Tripped and was you. like the town has been affected by this. You know. Yeah, like I thought like, we were going to see a bunch of like you know, gray area, evil deeds. And maybe that, like, I was okay with the supernatural aspect if they wanted to go that route, but it just, after yeah. that opening, it just did not go the way that any of us thought it should. They kind of showed Michael Myers as being supernatural at the end of Halloween kill. Yeah. When they turned him into John wick. Yes. <laughs> so like, I like, that's what I expected. I guess we got some kind of supernatural thing i don't know they didn't really do a good job of explaining like fucking yeah, anything. michael myers has the penance there now um also <laughs> like at least with like how shitty the story in halloween kills was where it was just like okay this is a placeholder movie as long as the third one's good it'll make this one good now i'm right. just over here like damn the third one did make it good but for the wrong reasons <laughs> like at yeah. least i can watch halloween kills and enjoy the kills like the yeah. title doesn't yep. lie we're gonna kill a bunch of fucking people on halloween night yes you're going to have to heal hear the words evil dies tonight 200 fucking times but we also 205 205 but we also <laughs> killed 205 firefighters yeah we did oh man they were mad about that. how too, many people fucking died in this halloween ends movie five people no, however many of the band geeks there were. Also, they had him being bullied by band geeks. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, not even the jocks. He's an adult, and he's getting bullied by band geeks that are smaller than him. Yeah, that one fucking dude was like, "I'm gonna, I have a fucking trumpet," and I'm just like, <laughs> "I'm gonna Bro. get my trombone, trombone this guy's asshole." I was just like, bro, Ska dies tonight. <laughs> hip, hip, hip. 
Like, what the absolute fuck? Okay. Um, <laughs> Kenneth, would you like to chime in on this? <laughs> it was garbage. That's all I'm chiming in. I need to do. It was garbage. Okay. Uh, fair. Uh, Jay, do you Honestly, have anything else to say? Or no, Kenneth, I, you actually do have some things to I, say. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna actually say something. Um, yeah, last 15 minutes, tacked on to the end of Halloween Kills, do a thing that says five years, years later. later, or yep. four years, whatever the fuck it was, and you would have a fantastic fucking double feature. That is yep. exactly the way I feel about it. Oh, where you have, like, Corey then taking up the mantle, like, five years after the last... No, 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 no. So you've got Just the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, where you, where you got the end of Halloween Kills, and then no credits, and then a little thing pops up, and it says five years later, and you see Laurie Strode being all fucking damn Martha Stewart, and Michael shows back up, comes out of the sewers after he healed or whatever the fuck it was, and ends up in her house, and she drops the refrigerator yeah. on her fucking ass. Because it's not like fucking Michael Myers hasn't been taken care of by a fucking homeless person before. <laughs> right. When so by the way, I, I just want to say everyone who doesn't know, that was stolen from fucking Bride of Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. Like just so you people know. Like except in Bride of Frankenstein, it makes sense because, you know, he wasn't like shot six fucking times. He just kinda fell. Anyway, continue, Ken. Uh, yeah, and so my point is, is that it would have been a great double feature. Leave the whole fucking Corey shit out, you know. I, I, the, the best to me, the See, I best even thing. Been okay with it if they had just set him up, and if they had killed Michael Myers in the second one, and they wanted to do Corey in the third one, if they had that, the the Corey killing the kid at the end of Kills, and like follow up with Corey in the next one, like the best thing to me about Halloween ends. Was when that little black, that little bastard splattered at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> yeah. that, that was the that best thing. It tricked me. I was like, "All right, you got me, movie. Let's go. I'm not ready to go on this ride with you." And then they're like, "Tricked you." And the best part of that movie is what made it suck so bad. Because, it was good. yeah, because that that whole segment was fucking awesome. And when that kid hit the fucking floor. I was like, oh, yes, this is going to be fucking badass. And I was so fucking disappointed. It was just like, up, 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 and then crash and fucking burn for the next goddamn hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, if this was a story you wanted to do, like, you could have still done the Corey and, and granddaughter story. You could have had Michael Myers die in Halloween Kills. And mm -hmm. then the third movie be about, like, the town being affected by it all. And someone actually, like, going crazy and, like, fucking becoming the next Michael Myers. It would have already... It's kind of been done before. I think that was kind of the whole fucking point of the Fear Street trilogy. Um... With them having fucking killers just coming back and back and back after tragedy after tragedy. Or Pennywise coming back to Derry over and over again. It's been done. 
but that's fine as long as you do it well. And you the worst still part could about have it done is... your lifetime movie that had kills in it, and it would have been a romantic, uh, a romantic slasher. You could I have done it. That. And then look at the escalation of these two people's relationship. <laughs> oh man, you're kind of cute, but I have no idea who you are. Yeah, let's burn the fucking town to the ground. Yo, I mean, you killed like... a kid. Check this shit out. I had an abortion last week. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy, man. It's like that that their whole relationship went from zero, literally, to zero to fucking one thousand in thirty minutes. Yeah. yeah and I'm not talking dude. about like I'm not talking about real time thirty minutes. I'm talking about like thirty minutes to them. Yep. I yep. was like, what the fuck, man? Damn, so, Corey, you turn me on. Yeah. And I, I mean, so Damn, and I feel so bad. I feel so bad for that actor. Oh man, he didn't know what he was getting himself into. Uh, and I read articles. I read, I read, I read so many articles to try to understand why Watching YouTube essays and shit. Yeah, to try to understand because I was like, oh my god, man, how can you do this? And so Jason Blum and and the director and the writer, they all come together and they're talking about how. They wanted to do something different, and they wanted it different, and so on and so forth, and 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 these other things where like the 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 fucking uh, we want to subvert your expectations, right? And the things that were going on with fucking like the Halloween three references and shit like that. And I'm like, okay, you just made two great movies that are supposed to follow up a story that started fucking forty years ago or thirty years ago, whatever it is. Yeah, damn. So you have at least three decades of fucking fans, movies, so on and so forth. You're going to admit everything after Halloween completely to re to basically reinvent the wheel. And you're going to fucking end a 30 or 40, whatever it is, year legacy with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know how not. There's that family it's like if you guy go out... joke that the Simpsons already did it. I just wanted to go up to him and be like, Jason already did it. We already have Jason Goes to Hell. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go out and do your artsy fucking shit and whatever else, that's fucking fantastic. Go for it. Do it. You know, you have these crazy ideas about what you want to do. By all means, fucking do that. But don't fucking hype up something like this so much. And then make two badass movies, which in which case Halloween 2018 was superior to Halloween Kills. But the point is, is that don't make these two badass movies and actually do it right versus like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre where they retcon shit and they still haven't got it right. Damn, you actually did it right. You were headed in the right direction. And then you fucking crashed into a tree at fucking 200 miles an hour and fucked it all up. I just don't understand. I watched so many videos and read so many articles to try to understand, and I'm just like, <laughs> I there's did not, no fuck. There's I didn't no watch fucking a thing, that, thing. Yeah, I there's no the way. Meeting. There's no way that there's anything that they could say to make me get on board with the ideas that they had for this. I did not want to know. I did not care. I, 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 I wasn't mad. I was just disappointed. And so I 
just decided, you know what? I'm good. I'm done. I'm walking away. So, does anyone have anything else they want to say about Halloween ends? It had so you much guys, potential. It did have potential. It you had guys so ever much watch uh, pitch meetings on YouTube? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen. I've seen a couple of those. Okay, I'm gonna send you the link for the Halloween one because oh, it's fucking hilarious. Lord. Okay. Um, with that being said, I guess our next movie is Terrifier Two. Understand. So. I, I promised I would let Jay go first for Terrifier 2. So, Jay, take it away, Terrifier 2. I fucking loved every minute of this two and a half hour long movie. Every minute. Like, do I agree that some stuff could have been cut out to kill the runtime? Yep. Do I care? Nope. Every minute. I loved every minute of it. Uh,. It did everything a slasher sequel is supposed to do. It it upped the body count. It upped the uh, the gore. It upped the effects. It, uh, it it upped the acting. The acting was a lot better in this movie than it was in the first one. Um, it upped the story. It expanded on the characters. Um, albeit we don't have any uh, finality to that ex- expansion yet. There's just more questions being laid down. But I'm excited for a third one, which. These guys have made, as of recording, uh, $10.1 million on a $250,000 budget. So if we don't get the third one, I don't even know what to say. Um, but yeah, I loved it. Uh, absolutely loved it. Okay. I, I do want to say one thing. Make the yeah. third movie. Do not increase the budget that much. Nope. I agree. Too much budget is a bad thing sometimes. Don't. Give them a little bit more, you know, they don't have the COVID break, you know, so they do have to film it all in a fucking room and all that, but don't, don't go too far. Um, all right. Jay loved it. Kenneth, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I don't care. Okay. Uh, this movie is a little long in the tooth. Yeah, it is. Uh, definitely could have been edited down. Um, my biggest problem with the movie um, there, I have another problem, but I know Kenneth's going to hit it. it. It was his main problem, so I'm going to let him hit it. Uh, my main problem in the movie is if you're going to have a two and a half hour runtime, you need a story. There's a story. The, the, the story that is in this movie is not in this movie. It's in the third movie that's not made yet. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> And I have a problem with that because I just watched Halloween fucking ends. But at least this one had. I'm not doing this again. Do not fuck me again. Anyway, my point is even close to that. The story was not. The story also wasn't very fucking clear at all. No, Um, I, I I didn't even realize that the little clown girl was a fucking demon that was controlling art until the interview after the fucking movie was over. Cause Kenneth and I went and watched this in theaters. And after the movie was over, they were like, we're going to talk to the director. And the director was like, that bitch was a demon. And everyone in our theater oh, see, was I picked like, up on that. what you were, I did not. Kenneth did not. I was just like, I didn't know if it was, like 
art just being batshit crazy, but then like the little boy saw it also, so it couldn't have been that unless like okay. I came up with a crazy theory after we watched the movie that I kept telling Kenneth that I was like for a while thought I was gonna go. I legit thought that the f- dead father was Art the Clown. And the oh, reason well, they he, were he might seeing still be. We they know. were seeing the little demon clown girl was because they suffered the same mental disorder that he suffered from. But then it doesn't really explain how he survived, so then you do move into a supernatural thing. So at that point, well, I mean, you would we know he's to... supernatural. Well, yeah. Well, the first one wasn't supernatural until the very end, where it was like, "Bitch, maybe." Uh, and then this right. one is clearly supernatural, um, which I was fine with. And like looking back at it now, knowing that that little girl was a demon, I'm like, okay, I get it. But I'm still like. You really didn't explain that much and give us why all these people are connected and how they're seeing, like, the, that one chick is seeing stuff about Art the Clown before she ever meets Art the Clown and why this kid is obsessed with Art Clown, why her dad was obsessed with Art Clown. Like, like you now have to explain all of this in a third movie. Yeah. And I sat fine. through two and a half hours with... Every little bit of story that mattered not being there. It was, it was. You just gotta be patient. I I don't, here's my problem with that. The movie, if the movie was an hour, 20 minutes, hour, 30 minutes, I would have been okay with that. Because I would have been like, yeah, it's a slasher, you know, you get in there, you do it quick and dirty. And you could have still told this whole fucking story in that same time frame. My problem is... Yeah, they is, had to have more is, time for torture. It, uh, I'm, I'm, ooh, I said I'm going to let Kenneth handle that. I'm going to let Kenneth handle that. <laughs> um, so, the, the, the fact that this was two and a half fucking hours with barely any story, and what story we get is not coherent... And is basically left to be answered later on. Like, it's going to be like, next time on Dragon Ball Z. Like, (laughs) I'm just fucking, like, I just, it it really fucking annoyed me. Now, with that being said, I still liked the movie. I still enjoyed the movie. But I'm still going to say it was too fucking long. And the story was not coherent whatsoever. Ever. Okay. Holy shit. Did Lars von Trier direct this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so those are, are, that's what I'm going to start off with. But I know Kenneth wants to talk about this, so I'm going to let oh, Kenneth talk about let's this. Let's go. Let's Kenneth, talk about it, Kenneth. Go ahead and talk about Terrifier 2. Okay. First thing, I just want to go ahead and get this out of the way. Main chick was fucking hot. Yeah, she was. I mean, like, hot. That being said, (laughs) the movie was entertaining. I'm not going to sit here and say that I didn't enjoy it. I actually really did enjoy it. He really enjoyed it. End of episode. (laughs) (laughs) The gore was too much. No! 
it was it was too it was too fucking much man no i mean it's just like like that whole scene with the girl in the bedroom oh yeah oh so good dude i can i can put it to you like this got salt and bleach like that's fucking hilarious dude i can i i mean the idea was great the salt and the bleach i get it but i put it to you like this in the theater jerry and cheyenne both were looking at me because they they could tell that i was getting bored and i was getting irritated because it just went on for too fucking long oh like i like i told jerry when we were sitting in there all right you remember when the when the mom walks in and caesar uh, i hate you know and they oh, got that well. badass animatronic okay you could have went and seen a good portion of what he was doing and then it cuts away and you see the whole scene where the mom comes in and whatever else if you to cut that down to the point of you know and i can't remember the exact details because i haven't watched it since we went to the theater but there's Probably a spot you don't have an extra two and a half fucking hours yeah i mean there's a spot in that where you could fucking cut it out and it would have been so much more powerful if you didn't see what art did and then it was revealed to you when the mom goes up and sees the mangled body that would have been fucking amazing it would have been even more amazing with the 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 pause that's there when she thinks that her daughter's dead and her daughter's not and turns around and looks at her and says mom that would have been so much more powerful than sitting there watching art fucking goddamn carve on her and beat the shit out of her and all the rest and throw the bleach on her and piss and whatever it was that he threw on her for for goddamn 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it, I loved it. I loved don't. it so much. And the people sitting next to me were I mean, also the, laughing. The special effects were great. I'm not denying that they weren't great, but it just didn't have the impact that it could have had. To make it that much more powerful, to make it seem more fucked up. Yeah, that's because that's the, the, that's the thing that the the gore was so over the top in this movie that it made the gore turn into lack. The gore in this movie was more um, brain dead. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'll go um, uh, dead alive. Dead alive. I went for the UK name. Uh, yeah, more whatever. dead alive. Then say something like more serious, like fucking uh, the gore and John Carpenter's a thing, right? Yeah, and so I you agree think of that, but that's what I was expecting. Going yeah, and see, I didn't like it. I, and I but in the like first it movie, because... it, the gore was not treated as a joke. Exactly, Art was treated as a joke. The gore was not treated as a joke. That's what I'm saying. That That's is exactly fair. my point. That is exactly my point. Where when you watch the first movie, the first movie is fucked up. And it makes you feel fucked up. And that was one of the greatest things about the first movie. Because, yeah, when you like Jerry said, you can sit back and you can laugh at Art the Clown, which is awesome. Because he's a great fucking character. But the rest of the movie is shot out. Like the, like the whole scene at the end of the first one where girl gets shot in the fucking face. And you watch her get shot in the fucking face. That is fucked up because it wasn't over the top. You didn't see her whole fucking head explode into mush and everything else like that. <laughs> you see her fucking goddamn head, her face take the bullet holes. And that's pretty much it. And that, that's what made it more impactful. And as you go through the movie, don't get me wrong. The just the tip joke where the guy gets his dick fucking goddamn pulled off. 
that shit was funny. I'm not going to lie and say that it wasn't, but it wasn't needed either. Yeah. So like our point, like we understood going into this movie, there was going to be a lot of gore. We didn't know the gore was going to get played for laughs. Yeah. Instead of playing to disturb. Because if you take the the big gore centerpiece of the first movie of the chick getting fucking sawed down the middle and put that against the main uh, gore scene in this one, the chick in the bedroom, you easily tell that the gore is played for more laughs. And like I said, art is supposed to be the one played for laughs. What he's doing is fucking funny. He's always funniest when he's being fucking just weird and creepy. Not when he's killing. I mean, and I feel the same way about some of the other kills, man. Like the dude in the fucking costume shop. It was too much. It was too much. And the same thing with uh, (laughs) a girl with the damn... Uh, the girl with the fucking twisty shit in her fucking hair that spiked her, that spiked the main character's drink with fucking damn, you know, a roll or something. Yeah. Let's damn. also talk about this real quick. Uh, do not spike your friend's drinks. I don't care if, if you're watching The Hangover and it's, you know, your friend's wedding or if, you're going to a Halloween party and you're watching Terrifier 2. The joke here is that they stole that. Right. And I'm not and really also, saying they stole a bunch of shit. Like, obviously, this can happen. Uh, the same event can happen in different movies. I was trying to be funny. But the point but is, is it, don't drug your friends. Yeah, because I'll I put it to you this way. If somebody put fucking Molly in one of my damn drinks and didn't tell me about it, they would lose some teeth. Yeah, I'd be fucking pissed if anybody ever gave me anything without telling me. Yeah, I fucking can't stand that shit. But going back to what I was saying, like when when that girl dies, you know what I'm saying, and he's digging in her fucking chest and all the rest of that shit. It was there was so much of it, man. That oh, yeah, that, that effect scene, also looked bad. Yeah, that one looked bad. That because one it looked, looked bad. like it looked yeah, like it paper looked, mache. Yeah. It was. It was just. And 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 the bad thing about it is, is normally when you're doing a, doing an effect like that, and you've got that much gore involved in it, if you don't have your camera fucking sitting on a tripod just staring right at the fucking thing, you can't really tell. It's. I mean, you can because you're obviously watching a movie, but it still looks cool. This one did not look cool, because you're sitting there fucking goddamn just focused right in on how shitty it looks. Yeah, I do want like a edited version of this movie, a cut down version of this movie that that does kind of like trims it and brings the reins in and kind of like gives us a more focused and a a, a less funny movie. Um, Has that ever happened in history? Like there's director's cuts all the time. Has there ever been like an editor's cut where the like, there's, no. there, there's been a producer's cut. Yeah, of Halloween. So, I mean, it could happen. Uh, there's fan edits. Someone could fan edit this. That's true. So I doubt I wanna, anybody I will, wanna though. Do, I want to do, if there's a fan edit I want to do for uh, it, where I take the scenes and put them in the order that they are in the book. That'd be cool. But um, uh, I just don't have the time or drive. Yeah. But I seriously <laughs> doubt there would ever be a fan edit of this movie, because, you know, 
that, we obviously, me and Jerry obviously have a very unpopular opinion. Yeah, I will say this. I think we're going to be in the minority on, on our opinions here. And we're not saying the movie's bad. We like the movie. We enjoyed the movie. We just, it's one of those times where it's just you like. You just got some gripes. Yeah, we have some gripes. We're not saying it's a bad movie. Like, Oh, yeah, I'm totally going to buy it. Like, there was some Ray. really cool shit. And, and don't get me wrong. Holy shit. Uh, Art the Clown, once again, uh, absolutely fantastic in every scene he's in. He steals the fucking show. I, I, I love watching him. Uh, <laughs> he's trying on the different glasses and shit. By the way, the little girl demon is going to be at Days of the Dead. In Atlanta? I think mm-hmm. most, most of the cast of Terrifier is going to be there. Yeah, but she definitely is. I saw it the other day. Dope. Um, so yeah, I don't have a copy of Part Two yet. By then, I don't think. Well, I'm sure you might be able to pick one up there. Well, I pre-ordered the Steel Book. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm gonna buy it, and I'm go- and I'm definitely looking forward to watching it again. You know, but at the same time, the, the, the my current opinion on it is is the first one was better. That's fair. I mean, even the scene in the first movie where he fucking puts on the chick's skin, it's actually on my Terrifier t-shirt that I've got. Where Art's sitting there with her boobs on and her scalp. Yeah. (laughs) You know, even that, you know what I'm saying, which is way over the top. But it's still really fucking cool, and it's not, it's fucked up. It's one of those that's fucked up. Like, when you first see it, you're like, it's not one of those things that you, when you first see that, you don't immediately start laughing. The first thing you think to yourself is, wow, they went there, huh? You know, as he comes strolling out looking like Marilyn Manson on the cover of Mechanical Animals. So it's it's one of those things, man, where I prefer the first one. I'm I'm very curious to see where they go with the third one. And I'm totally looking forward to, you know, that the explanations. Yeah, exactly. I'm really looking forward to it. And and. You know, they're already banging out a script for it because at this current moment, I mean, I have to give credit funding now. Yeah, I have to give credit, even though I have my own gripes about it. I have to give credit where credit is due. There has never been an independent horror movie that did what it did in its first opening weeks. What? Yeah, I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know if that's accurate. Uh, making that much ha- money? Like Halloween. Halloween was technically. No, I'm not. I don't mean like that. I mean like in its in its level. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, yeah. But I'm talking about for now. In paranormal its level. Activity. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't think about Paranormal Activity. This is actually a very movie. common thing. What I think. No, there's something about say... it that sets it apart. I can't oh, remember it, what it is. This gore heavy. There we go. There this, was something that this set is it not apart. a mainstream horror movie this is a horror movie for horror fans this is not uh yeah me and my girl cindy terrifier 2 was completely crowdfunded wasn't it uh i don't know but you don't take you you're not gonna finger bang cindy lou at the movie theater watching this movie you know it's not date night for normal i don't know it kind of depends on the person yeah, it might be date night for I, some people, though. I, that's why I said it's not date night for normal people. What is normality, Jerry? Normality is defined by Kenneth shutting the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> I don't like when mom and dad fight. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, I understand what you're saying, Kenneth. 
but it is something kind of it's common for the horror genre to have like small movies blow the fuck up um, and make tons of fucking money. But I, I think Kenneth is right for a movie to have this much gore and like to be a movie that is like, yo, this was horror fans showing up for like the independent horror movie. And I ain't talking about the shitty independent horror movies where it's just like fucking what household item can we combine with the word shark? (laughs) You know, or hey, we legally found out we can use the word Amityville, throw it and see what we can attach to it. But that's the crazy thing about that's the crazy thing about the first terrifier and this one is that until this point, that's where Terrifier was sitting. Is in the it was put in the same box with those type of movies. Well, I don't know. That's I think the, if you watch those types of movies, you know there's there's a clear. Di- I don't think it was set down that low. No, um, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about by people like us. You know that fucking love goddamn horror movies and stuff like that. I'm talking about everybody else, where where obviously main uh main audiences and stuff like that know the difference of caliber of horror movies even if you're not really into horror movies between looking at a movie like hellraiser or stuff like that oh and yeah, then yeah. fucking three-headed like... shark or sharktopus or fucking sharknado or something like that you know th- from their perspective yeah. that's where terrifier kind of lands and that's where movies like Friday the 13th and stuff like that back in the day would have landed also until it blew up and turned into the franchise that it did during the slasher craze in the 80s. You know, but that's where Terrifier would sit. And for a movie where that's where I was kind of going with that. There's not been a movie that has been put in that kind of box in the in in the in our current history of cinema that has blew up the way that one did. Yeah, well, okay, so so you're talking about, like, the first movie is, like, a smaller independent movie that yeah. you wouldn't think anyone really gives a shit about. But the second one, they're like, fuck it, let's put it in theaters and see what happens. And it's like, bam, 10 million because horror fans step up and saw it. Because we yeah. knew it was by a horror fan, for horror fans, and, you know, I wish we would have treated Adam Green like this. I gotta be honest with you, like, we did not treat Adam Green like this. He got four movies out of his franchise. Yeah, but the thing about it is, the difference between Adam Green and this one, the Hatchet movies and this, and don't get me wrong, the first Hatchet movie was fucking great, is that I don't think... I don't think the Hatchet movies hit... The first Hatchet movie hit the way the first Terrifier movie hit. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying I wish fans would have stepped up a bit more. Because for Terrifier 2, fans stepped the fuck up. Holy shit, did they step the fuck up. Right, but I just don't, I don't think when, when I don't think when Hatchet came out. I guess what I'm saying is. It was one of those is, movies that spread and had the time to spread, if that I makes sense. I just really wanted a Digging Up the Marrow 2, and I'm never going to get it because fans didn't step up like they should have. So, no, you're never going to get it because it. it sucked. Get rich, and then you can fund whatever movies you want. Both yeah. of y'all are saying bad things out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's I'm not the fact that advice. it's not the fact that horror fans aren't going to step up. It's the fact that horror fans don't want to because the movie was fucking stupid. You're wrong. 
and it was a ripoff of another movie. What was it a ripoff of? Nightbreed. No. It was not a ripoff of Nightbreed. Yes, it was. The Nightbreed's not that great. The Nightbreed. It's better than fucking digging up the marrow. I don't know, man. Fucking. I'd have to watch them back to back to tell you how I feel about it. I, well, I, Jay, I think you would like Nightbreed better. There's more action, but. No, like... I've seen both movies. I'm just saying I would need to see them again. Yeah, I'm saying if you watched them back to back, I think you would end up enjoying Nightbreed more because it being more action. Maybe, but the storyline is weird. Storyline's weird. I don't think it's a very good storyline, personally. Um, I still haven't read the short story. I want to read the short story. Um, and I still haven't. But, nonetheless. Okay. Uh, do we have anything else we want to say on Terrifier 2? No? Okay. Not currently. All right. We... But I do want to say this. Digging okay. up Marrow sucked. God damn it, Kenneth. <laughs> okay. We are moving on uh, to our last movie. Uh, our last movie is Barbarian. Um, yeah. So this one got a lot of hype. A lot of people went and saw it in theaters. I saw a lot of people saying it was fucking awesome. I saw some people that uh, didn't think it was quite awesome. So we're going to go into that. Um, I'm going to tackle this one first because it's Barbarian. Um I personally really liked this movie. I I thought it was way more entertaining than any of the other movies I've seen for 2022. I thought it was more refreshing. I thought it, it took the idea and did it better. I think there's opportunities here for a prequel. I think there's opportunities here for a sequel. Like I really liked what this was working with. Now I will say, I was a little fucking thrown off pacing wise when like after 20 minutes, they were like, we're going to give you another 20 minutes of a beginning of a movie. Cause normally when you sit down and watch a movie, like the first, like the first act is nothing but setup. So you've got to like learn the characters and learn the story and learn the setup. And they were just like, we're going to give you fucking two act ones in this movie. Um, and that kind of threw me off pacing wise, but that's really, that's honestly really my only complaint about the movie. Um, but according to Kenneth, I'm a moron because I like digging up the marrow. So let's see what Kenneth thinks of Barbarian. I was bored. <laughs> you were bored? Yep. You just really? don't like things that happen underground. That's what I'm convinced of. <laughs> Anytime I, I just was, man. I was... I, I mean, I was just bored, dude. I mean, you know, the, the, and then the reveal of what was down there. I don't know. I was oh, just, that it, was I'm a not going to, I didn't think it, I, it's not that I don't think it was fucked up. I do think it was fucked up, but at the same time, I was hoping for more. I, I will, I, I, I will say that. And I've had other people say that, that like they wanted more out of it. Um, and it's one of those times where I was like, "For uh, there's two different types of wanting more. There's Kenneth's in this one where he was like, I want more because I was just unsatisfied. And there was me where I was like, I want more because I liked that so much. I would love to fucking be in this universe more. Um, I heard someone say that like, 
there needed to be more because they didn't understand what was going on. And I was like, I'm not sure how you watched this movie and were confused. They definitely give you enough for you to put together what happened and what's going on. Even though I will say scientifically, you would not get that far mutated in that small amount of time. You need a couple, a couple of like fucking 10 generations before you get that fucking gnarly. So even with living underground, cutting that time probably in half a little bit, you're not getting that gnarly. But I can throw out suspension of disbelief and fucking chill with it. And I dug it. And God, please give me the movie. I just want the serial killer movie of this dude becoming a serial killer and doing serial killer shit and making all that stuff down there and then being fucking trapped in bed by his fucking monster daughter that probably tries to feed him through her own fucking titty. I mean, yeah, I that was like kind that of sequel. Yeah, the, see, that's kind of where I was at when I was when I was when I was watching it. I was just like, Fuck you know, when Long and his ruler. Let me hear about the old guy. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like the the build up for the two people at the beginning, you know, with Pennywise and the other girl. The the build up for them was I think really that was good. Pennywise's brother, wasn't it? No, that was him. That was Penny. That was the guy that played oh, Pennywise. Okay. Um, and so I like the build up for them. I like the whole idea of this house in this, you know, messed up Detroit neighborhood. I thought that whole thing was cool. I like the misdirect of, you know, the 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 guy running up to her in the in the neighborhood and all that. I mean, there was a lot of good su- suspense up to this point and then this whole thing goes down where they where they end up underground and whatever else and then you don't really know what's going on and then like what jerry said you got this whole new story that crops up with justin long and you know i I found it amusing that they kind of went right into the whole you know your whole career is screwed by you making a stupid fucking decision uh with the sexual act of you know, somebody else on I thought on that was set. a really cool fucking uh, reference. I thought that was really good. Because I was like, holy shit, they're referencing the fact that in this movie, Justin Long raped someone. But Justin Long was also in a movie of about a that was directed by a guy who raped a child. Mm-hmm. That was yes. a good reference. Yeah, I, I thought the, that was I th- the reference, buddy. Uh, I, I, yeah, it, it probably was. But the point is, is that... I thought that was I thought that was cool, you know, but after that, I'm just like, okay, number one, he was a total piece of shit. But after that, I was just like, okay. And then when you see the hairy baby bottle and, and all the rest of that, I mean, it, it was baby gross. Bottle pops. But it was, it, <laughs> you know, it was just gross for the for the sake of being gross. And then after that, I was just kind of like, okay, you know. And then really, what I really really wanted. The best part of the entire movie to me was the flashback scene where you see everything that Doomhead's doing. Yeah. No, I like that. I, I love the fucking, uh, uh, fucking Skarsgård kill. Holy shit. When that thing just goes, bam, and fucking hits dude's head into the fucking wall. Like, that shit was amazing. 
I also really love that Justin Long, true to character, stays a shitty person through the whole fucking movie and is just like, we can, I can survive. And then just throws the bitch off the fucking water tower. Holy shit. That was fucking great. Um, I do have like, okay, I, the, the plot hole of it would take a lot longer to create a thing like that. Um, I can accept, um, here's a plot hole that maybe y'all can explain to me. Maybe this is, um, almost some, uh, this is actually in the cabin in the woods, um, universe and we didn't know it. Uh, you're going to tell me that there's this one house that is fucking a good looking house. Surrounded by all these other abandoned, tore down, shitty houses. Being used as a rental property. Where, coincidentally, underground is a serial killer. And his inbred fucking, uh... Queen of England inbred fucking white pasty fucking creature of a woman that's kind of a huge coincidence that either there's something else going on that no one decided to explain to me or like I don't know that kind of bothered me I don't think it's that far-fetched you don't no and the reason why I don't think it's that far-fetched is because of three things a there were other people in the neighborhood that probably felt weird about that dude to begin with, so nobody goes over to the house. Yeah, but that was in the seventies. We're ta- I'm talking. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. I haven't got there yet. Okay. Two. The bum-looking guy that runs up to the house. Uh huh. Okay. He knows that that bitch is in there, and he knows that she comes out at night. So that means ain't nobody gonna go fuck with that house. Ain't nobody gonna try to loot it. Ain't nobody gonna try to rob it. Nothing like that. And then three. I'm pretty sure at some point in time when Justin's long character bought that house, he had the intent of making it into an Airbnb. So it probably still looked halfway kind of shitty to begin with, but he bought the house specifically to turn it into an Airbnb when he was out doing his thing. So he probably renovated the house. And the reason why nobody fucks with it is because they know that that bitch is still in the basement and he's the only one that doesn't because he's hardly ever there. Oh, and you know what? The 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 people that probably own the property property probably don't know that that bitch is in the basement, but they probably like like they knew that this actor was who 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 was big before the rape scandal um, wasn't going to to be checking in on shit, and they probably fucking looped one over on him. Yeah, it could have been that, or it could have been the fact that he, you know. He he just bought it and renovated it and didn't notice the rope and everything that was down there and he's hardly ever there. No, but and no, that, like that doesn't matter. You don't go to that neighborhood and see every other other house being dilapidated and go. He, this is the property I'm buying to open an Airbnb, fix it up. He totally seems like the type of guy that would go and do some shit like that. He probably bought because it an agent anyway, who was just that's like, what yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. The agent fucked him over and 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 you know looped one over on him. And even if not, 
You know what I'm saying? He seems like the type of dude that would just be like, well, ain't nobody online going to know that this place is in a shitty-ass fucking neighborhood, and I could probably get this house for a really, really good price and then fuck <laughs> everybody Maps else over. drive down this road. Yeah, neither one of them fucking people that were standing there at the beginning of the movie knew how shitty that neighborhood was. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, yeah, so, like, there's some questioning in, like, um, how much uh, disbelief you're going to have to have to watch this movie. But for me, I thought it had great buildup, great atmosphere. I thought it had great twists and turns. Uh, I thought it was entertaining. It was very well acted. The cinematography was super fucking good. Um, I thought it had good jump scares. Uh to me, this like hit every like nail on the head. And while it didn't like, I'm not sitting here saying that it, you know, is the next revolution of horror. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it did everything just, it did everything good and kept me enthralled the entire time. So, Jay, what did you think of it? I'm kind of right in the middle of both of you. Um, I didn't like it as much as you, but I didn't dislike it as much as Kenneth. Uh, I really liked the uh, the opening sequence, like up until where uh, Skarsgård gets his head smashed against the wall. Um, that was that. It took me by surprise, and I enjoyed that. I like when movies can surprise me because it doesn't really happen a lot. So, um, I like that. I thought the uh, the story with uh, Justin Long's character was a little longer than it needed to be. I wanted more of the monster um, and more of the old guy. Uh, but falling into the, that middle, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like I, that's, that's my only real complaint is I wanted more of the monster and more of the old guy. Um, everything else was fine, though, and I agree with you about the, the acting and the cinematography and everything was really on point. Yeah, I, I kind of put this movie in the same box as Black Phone. Oh, see, I love Black Phone. And I, I, I really didn't. I mean, it was, it was worth watching. It was entertaining at parts, but overall, I didn't like Black Phone. I think this was better than Black Phone. I like Black Phone better. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I, I. To me, this just really did everything super well, and I don't think it skimped on anything. Um, I will say like my biggest complaint is, um, the, the jumping to the Justin Long story kind of threw off the pacing for me. Um, yeah, a little bit. And then like, it, like, I also agree they could have edited that down a little bit, but I'm not exactly sure what scene you edit down. Like maybe a little bit more on the front end of that story because once he gets to the house you pretty much need every scene because even the scene of him going out with his buddy at the bar is meant to show you that yeah he is a piece of shit mm -hmm. you know so like it's really probably only maybe a little bit on the front end you could have but it's just kind of jarring pacing wise so I have an issue with that that's really my only complaint about the movie um, yeah, that's fair. I was enthralled the entire time. 
I, I, I thought it was suspenseful. I thought that mystery was really fucking good. Um, I thought the writing was really well done. I thought the characters were really well done. Um, I also, I really got to say, the uh, fucking story and the characters in the beginning with, with the girl and uh, Skagar, Skag, Skargar's character. Skargar, Skargar, Snarf, 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 snarf. With Pennywise. Uh, with Pennywise. The entire, uh, their entire interaction, I fucking loved, especially them hitting on, like, the whole her as a woman having to think more about, like, some of the decisions she would have had to make, like, if, if the roles were reversed. Like, yeah. I, I really fucking dug that because I thought they did that super well and not in a uh let me throw this in your in your face like it didn't feel like it didn't feel like um the third remake of black christmas <laughs> you know uh so i thought they did that very very well um that that was just good writing and great dialogue uh, and I also like the movie kept me guessing. I was sitting here like, "Oh shit, uh, does uh, Pennywise know something? Does he not know something?" I definitely saw a shadow in the background when she woke up and the door was open. Like, I uh, like I like I was really intrigued by everything. Yeah, and I agree. Because even when you found like the fucking inbred woman it was still like okay but what was the room with the camera and shit you know yeah <laughs> yeah and then they do that cool fucking flashback which did you notice the aspect ratio changed mm -hmm. that was no. really, that was cool yeah it goes it goes to like uh four or five. Oh. Huh. um so that was really fucking i don't cool. remember that yeah I, maybe i probably noticed when i first watched it but i don't remember that that's and fair. the only the only video that she's watching on the TV is the one that he picked up from the store. Yes. Yes. Correct. Which I and thought was cool. Like like I said, I would love to have a fucking movie about him as a serial killer. Right. That's what I wanted. Like when I saw that flashback, I was like, okay, this is what I want to see. Fuck everything else. But it is what it is. Okay. I don't know if something got cut out there. Did that make sense to you, Jay? Yeah, he says it is what it is. Are you talking about what I said before? Yeah, you were like, fuck oh, this I'm, shit, it, and then there was a pause, and then it was, it is what it is. Okay, what I was saying is, uh, sorry, I guess I had a little short burst of technical difficulty. What I was saying is, is yeah, fuck all this sh other shit. All I want to see is what this dude is doing. I think it would be a cool movie because it takes place in the 70s. I think it would be a cool movie, you know, to watch him and his process and all the rest of this shit and whatever else. I think that would be cool. I think if they made a prequel that was solely about Doomhead going into <laughs> what happened, I think it would be great. Okay, fair. Um, yeah, like, my, my only thing about, like, all of that is, is, like, uh, like, I want it done really well but like i also wonder like how much depravity can you really show like um like did y'all watch clove hitch killer yes i did not 
Uh, so it's basically a, mo- a movie based on BTK. Oh yeah, you told uh, me that I needed to watch it. Yeah, it's with good. with like twists and stuff. Like how they did that, where they didn't like. It was still about a serial killer, but they like completely, for the most part, got around uh, some of the more depravity stuff. Um, but once you realize, like, oh, this is this is you know basically a fictionalized version of BTK. Uh, it's 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 interesting. It's very cool. Um, yeah, yeah. No, fuck that. Have you seen Dahmer? <laughs> no, I haven't watched it yet. Really. Yeah, actually, I they, thought everybody they, had watched it. They really like s- skirted all of the big, big shit that Dahmer, like all the fucked up shit Dahmer did. They skirted that in that series. They show a I couple think... of things and hint at a couple of things, but they like skirted all the depravity. Yeah, well, it's but the thing about it was is even though they left out the dismember the constant dismembering of humans and the and and Ophelia, the yeah that's on, that the, the, like they didn't be like man me and you were all coffee. on the same pe- fucking page tonight I was <laughs> literally just about to say the fucking of dead bodies yeah and you said necrophilia right as I was about yeah, to say it. the fucking coffee the fucking uh the co- the coffee <laughs> the 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 old coffee tin filled with random cut off penises you know that's my favorite coffee tin yeah in my house they bear like they like they really like the show is go- absolutely fantastic jay uh it, it is so good don't get me i'll wrong. give it a watch it's so fucking good uh they did a really good job of skirting the depravity and especially towards the end of it like really kind of like um doing more stuff showcasing like the victims and the victims' families, and I know people still complain about that because they're going to complain about anything involving a serial killer, um, because we're glorifying the serial killer. But uh, I thought they did a a good job of making sure the victims got light and we got more understanding from their perspective. So that's just me. That's cool. Um. Okay, does anyone have anything else they want to say about Barbarian? No. Okay. So here's what I want to do. I want you... I, I, I don't want ratings because I don't really believe in ratings, but I do want you to rank them. One being the best, four being the worst. Uh, rank the four movies. To give you all a second, I will give you my rankings. Uh, the best movie to me was Barbarian. Then Terrifier two, then Hellraiser, then Halloween ends. Um, uh, Terrifier and... two, Barbarian, um, Hellraiser ends. Okay, uh, Kenneth. Um, Terrifier two, Hellraiser, Barbarian, ends. Okay, so we all completely begins that Halloween ends is trash it is garbage it is uh not a movie you should waste your fucking time on however and i hate saying that too i hate saying that but it's really true for this movie yeah (laughs) to me the only reason you should watch halloween ends is you already watched the first two movies yeah which most people have so you're already invested um i think somebody should retcon their retcon and do another movie at the end of halloween kills I agree. 
Um, the other three, like I actually, I completely recommend watching Barbarian, Terrifier Two, and Hellraiser. Like they've got full recommendation for me to watch. Um, lower your expectations for Hellraiser um, a bit. Um, is probably the only thing I would say. You're not gonna get. Um, it's not going to be Hellraiser one and two storyline. So, you know, lower that, lower that down. Lower but, it. Lower the but fucking bar. One thing I do have to say mm-hmm. is that, and I know both of y'all probably have not watched it yet, even though I have se- severely encouraged it. Interview the Vampire is fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know. Have you, have you watched past the first two episodes? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I've watched the first six. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Is like, it still like really, really gay. Oh yeah. Oh, I hope yeah. so. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Hell yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I it's can't great. Picture getting sucked off by Lestat. I don't want to watch it. I'm mm, sure that it happens. But various other things happen as well. Oh well. But I mean. Like I said, I don't know whether you, and that's the only reason why I'm not like going into it or yeah, anything. No, I haven't because neither one of y'all have watched it yet. I got, but I'm it's talk, fucking I, I'm awesome. Talk, I'm about to talk to Chelsea if she hasn't seen. It, I think we're gonna watch it. Um, House of the Dragon really... season one was dope. Uh, that's my TV recommendation. I don't watch a lot of TV shows, obviously. Um, oh, oh, you know what I've been watching a shit ton of Ink Master. Ink Master. <laughs> uh, I've been watching Ghost Adventures, so you know me. I'm in yeah. season 15 currently. Um, we watched that show, The Watcher, on Netflix. Is it good? Yeah, it was. It was an interesting story. Uh, it was even more interesting that I found out about two thirds of the way through it that it's real. Yeah, I'd see. I know about the real story, and I don't think there's enough in the real story to make a TV show out of. Oh yeah, they totally do it. But but you know they take the real story and that's like the fucking baseline. Yeah, and then they and then they fucking damn kind of bloom it out. Let's put it that way with fiction. Nice, yeah. But it, but they don't do it so far to where it's fucking ridiculously stupid. You can follow it. They're making a second season. <laughs> you know, so yeah, check it What's out. What's the second it, season going to be about? Fucking uh, them fighting with the HOH because they want to separate the plot, and the HOA is like, no, we're not going to do that. And they're like, you did it for this other lot. And they're like, no, we're not going <laughs> to do only, that. The only way that I could give you a theory on what I think will happen in the second season, I would ruin the first season for you. Yeah, then don't So we can it. discuss this after y'all watch it. Okay. But um, I do have theories of where they could go. Yeah. Uh, oh, obviously, me and Jay watched Pearl. Kenneth didn't. Uh, if you watched X, I would say watch Pearl. Um it's you're not go it's not like x i would actually probably say watch pearl if you want to see something that's like really fucking good acting yeah oh fuck the acting in that movie's amazing yeah it's really good acting it's it's probably a one time watch and then you'll never watch it again yeah um, that's accurate but, but i feel you, the same way about x so i could see watching x again there's titties there's there's murder i could see watching x again uh in Pearl. overall i just wasn't i wasn't super impressed I with x. x 
I mean, it was good, but I just wasn't super impressed with it. So yeah, it's same. like, but I yeah, still watch Pearl because I'm going to watch all three of them just to see how it goes. Yeah, but I'm interested after what you just said about really good acting and stuff like that. I'm interested to watch Pearl. Now. Oh, my God. The, I, is amazing. the story is actually really, really good. I will say they probably could have cut the movie that made the movie shorter based off story, but they could not make the movie shorter based on uh, acting. That acting needs every fucking second that movie gives it. Yeah, so it I'm so I'm good. looking forward to I'm looking forward to watching it for that. Me and Cheyenne were actually going to try to do it today, but you know, I was having troubles with something. So that's fair. It, that ran a little longer than I expected. Yeah. So um, other than that, I have not watched any other new horror movies, so I ain't got shit else to say. I'm trying to think if I watched anything else. I did. I actually managed to complete the 31 days of horror in October. Nice, very nice. I, yeah. I would not have gotten that done. We, uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's been a year or two since I've done it uh, with Ernest, but I was able to get it done. Um, oh, you did I it went, with Ernest? What Ernest scared stupid? <laughs> I watched that. I actually did not watch that uh, this year. I did. Um, I just tried to watch a bunch of 2022 stuff that I. Missed and uh, peppered in with some older stuff. I watched Hocus Pocus too. Yeah, me too. Watched it was both okay. Of those. I did not smile. watch it. Uh, oh, I did watch My Best Friend's Exorcism because I read the book. Uh, the book is better. The movie is definitely worth a watch. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's worth a watch. I didn't like it all that great. It's 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 fun. It, it's it, but yeah, it's. My problem with the movie is the ending, but my problem with the is because the ending of the book is so much better and from like an emotional standpoint, but they also do something else I think is better. Um, but whatever, I, I won't talk more about it because I don't want to ruin it, even though, yeah, I know I do have problems with the movie, but I do me and Cheyenne watched both of the babysitter movies. Uh, oh, that second babysitter movie is bad oh my god I, that movie's horrible i actually enjoyed it Oof, you are wrong i thought it was fucking hilarious How, you enjoyed that but you fucking think digging up the marrow is awful it's because i didn't go into the second babysitter movie expecting anything than what it was it, what did you go how did you prep for digging up the marrow I, w- I went from every fucking damn absolutely asinine thing that you said about it, and it wasn't asinine until after I watched it. Well, joke's on you, because my ass is a nine. <laughs> but the point is, is that I, w- I went into the second Babysitter movie expecting it to be ridiculously over the top like it was. I was I not expecting it. I didn't. I was not expecting it to be serious. I wasn't expecting it to be fucking damn, you know, Oscar-worthy acting. I wasn't expecting the story to be that great. None of that shit. I knew it was oh, gonna suck. You talking about the Netflix movies? Yeah, yeah. I knew it. Okay. I, I yeah, knew it wasn't gonna be as good as the first one. And 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 I'm sorry. The fucking the Street Fighter fights type scene and it was fucking hilarious. Oh, I mean, God. it was just. I was like I said. I was. I went into it expecting it to be ridiculous. I loved it. And that's kind of like what I was talking about earlier in this episode, where it's like, you know, when you go into a movie expecting it 
to be so bad that it's fucking hilarious and you enjoy watching it. You know, like what we were talking about earlier. That's kind of what the second babysitter movie was to me. I was not expecting it to be fucking amazing or anything else like that. I was expecting it to be exactly what it was. Fucking stupid and ridiculous. And that's exactly what I got. Well, speaking of stupid and ridiculous, this has been Kill the Cast. We're going to get out of here because this is almost (laughs) two hours long. And we like to be under two hours long unless it's a horror coliseum episode. Uh, So with that being said, thank you all for listening. Uh, To hold myself accountable, we are recording this on uh, Wednesday, November 9th. So if I don't have this out by... What's Monday? Uh... What's the date for Monday? Um, uh, fuck uh, if I know, dude. I can't count. The thirteenth. If I don't have this out on the thirteenth, I'm an asshole. Uh, the thirteenth of what month? Of November, twenty twenty two. I would say tomorrow, but I have to go get my shots in the morning. So, are you sure you're gonna have it out? You know, before November twenty twenty three. Um. You know what, Kenneth? Go watch Digging Up the Marrow. <laughs> Uh, okay thank you everyone for listening we are kill the cast uh do y'all have any final words jay final words donnie yen is an attractive man all righty then uh kenneth final words i agree with jay and digging up the marrow sucks and my final words are never listen to kenneth and jay about movies listen to me (laughs) Thank you and good night. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho-Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.